Welcome to the Be Iconic Podcast. Each week, dive into the Word of God with practical teaching that you can apply to your life as you live out your faith every day. Join Pastor Terry as he brings you the Word of God. And remember, whomever God favors, the kingdom features and the enemy fights. Be Iconic. Part two of living uh, in your purpose. You know, what do you want to do to live in your purpose? What do you need to live in your purpose? And it was Winston Churchill who said, and I quote, um, it's not enough to have lived. We should be determined to live for something. You know, the two greatest days of your life are when you're born and when you find out what your purpose is. That, that, that's what they say, that the two greatest days of your life are the day that you're born and the day that you find out what your purpose is. But if you don't know your purpose, then why are you here? If, if you don't know your purpose, you're going to be continually on a journey trying to figure out what that purpose is. So what we want to do today is examine how do you get to that point? How, how do you get to the point where you're living in purpose? Um, you know, from a young age, we're, we're taught the significance of purpose in our life, right? You know, we're, we're asked, what do you want to do when you grow up? What do you want to be when you grow up? And, and, and we're taught that there are certain things that we should do if we want to fulfill purpose in our life. We're taught that we should go to school and get good grades. We're taught that we should go to college. And, and college is not for everyone. So some, some of us go to trade school. Some of us go to the military. You know, there's a different path and a different journey for everyone. But oftentimes we're led down that path by someone else, right? We're, we're led down that path of what we should be. Uh, of what by by what others expect us to be. Let, let, let me just say that one more time that that we're led down that path, not because of what we want to be, but because of what someone else expect us to be. And see, we're we're programmed at a young age with the expected expectations of our parents, with the expectations of our role models, and while this is acceptable and should be encouraged. We should be leading our, our children. We, we should be guiding them. Um, so it's encouraged, but we also have to understand and respect that, that there's going to be a time when they're going to need to be on that journey on their own. There's going to be a time when they step away from what we said, what we thought they should do, and there's going to be a time when they need to step into their own purpose, when they need to step into what they want to do, they, when they need to step into what makes them happy, what brings them fulfillment. And, and on last week, we talked about the four ways to discover your purpose. And I'm just going to talk about these briefly. But, but the first way is to understand God's purpose. If you really want to discover your purpose, you really want to live in purpose, then you have to understand God's purpose for your life. You absolutely have to understand God's purpose for your life. You know, Romans 8.28 says, and we know, that all things God works for the good of those who love him and have been called according to his purpose. Keep, keep that. Matter of fact, write that scripture down. That's going to be important in, in you developing an understanding of what your purpose is and living in your purpose. Number two is understanding the principle of choice, um, that you know we have a choice and in, in what our purpose is. We have a choice in fulfilling that purpose. And number three is we, we create an underlying 
principle. And in creating that underlying principle, what you're doing is you're establishing a regimen. You're establishing a routine that succinctly matches your purpose. And, and when you establish that routine, then the expectation is if you want to fulfill your purpose, then you have to live your purpose. If you want to fulfill your purpose, then you have to do the things that 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 coincide with the fulfillment of your purpose. And, and then after that, number four, and, and most importantly, is, is that you have to align your life with that principle. You have to live it out. You have to walk it out. You have to talk it out. And, you know, we, we also talked about uh, a couple different things. But before we go there, the New Living Translation of the Bible says that the words in this way. And we know that all that happens to us, right? And we know that all that happens to us is working together for our good if we love God and are fitting into his plans. The, the apostle Paul wrote the book of Romans and he begins chapter eight by discussing the differences between living by the spirit and living by the flesh. And, and he points out that living by the spirit makes us sons and daughters of God. And the spirit testifies that we are God's children. Now, if we're God's children, that means we're heir to the throne. That, that, that means that we're heir to the throne. And, and, and what Paul tells us is, is that as heirs to the throne, we should be we should have the expectation that we go through some of what Jesus went through. Right. G Jesus had a purpose to fulfill. He had a purpose that needed to be fulfilled and he had to go through some things in order to fulfill that purpose. And then Paul tells us that, that we should not compare our sufferings with, with, with our present, our present sufferings with our future glory, meaning that there's really no comparison to the things that you're going through. There's really no comparison to what you're dealing with, to the future glory that will be revealed in us, in you and me. The, the promise of, of Romans 8.28 promises that God works together for our good in all things. Do me a favor. Put that in your chat. Put that in your, in your chat that he works together for our good in all things. And, and, and there's really two qualifiers that, that, that allow you to consider yourself in that category. The first one is um, that, that he works for the good of those who love him. So, so, so watch this. If you love God, then you should have an expectation that he's working for your good. If, if you love God, you should have, a, have an expectation that he's working to fulfill purpose in you. And, and the second qualifier is that if you love God and you can trust that he's working for your good, he loves you back. Hallelujah. Um, then, then you then know um, that he is working for your good. If you love God and you are called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. If you if you love God and you're called according to his purpose. Um, it, but 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 watch this. It's not comfort that allows you to get to your purpose. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. It's the furthering of his purpose. Right. It's the furthering of his purpose in you. It's the furthering of his purpose in us that gives you and equips you. Um, it gives you the ability and equips you to then fulfill your purpose. Watch this. We often go through life. Now, now, now if, if this is you or you've been here, just 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 put a chat in, in, in the box or put a put a like or put a heart or something on this. But, you know, we go through life 
without quite knowing and understanding what our purpose is. Because all too often, we are under the mindset and under the training that we got as a young child that we that our purpose is tied and connected to what somebody else says we should do that our purpose is tied and connected to what somebody else says we should be and this is what i need you to understand tonight i need you to take this away from this message tonight and that is is that guess what your purpose belongs solely to you you, you heard me correctly no one else is responsible for the fulfillment of your purpose. Your, your purpose belongs solely to you. Now, many of you know that I am under the leadership of the Honorable Bishop Michael D. McClure of Revelation Church uh, Ministries in Birmingham, Alabama. And since I've come under his leadership, I've grown immensely um, through his guidance, instruction, and leadership. And, and prior to um, being accepted into the family prior to, to, to being accepted as a son, I had to answer these five questions. And, and these five questions were tied specifically to my purpose. It, 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 it's quite possible that if I didn't answer these questions and answer them succinctly and correctly, that we might not even be having this conversation right now. And, and the questions, I want you to take these questions to heart. Like if, if you're really trying to fulfill your purpose, if you need to fulfill your purpose, if you need to live in purpose, you need to write these questions down. And the first question, the first question is this right here. First question is, what do you want? What do you want? It sounds simple, right? What do you want? How, how are you going to fulfill your purpose? How are you going to have an inclination or an idea of what your purpose is if you don't know what you want? Number one. Number two, how bad do you want it? Number one, what do you want? And number two, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want the thing that you say is part of your purpose? How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? I kind of feel like Tupac. How do you want it? Yeah. How does it? Well, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna sing the, the next part because y'all know that's. I'm a pastor now. I got to step. <laughs> I got to step back a little bit from that. But number three is: is the thing that you want, the thing that God wants for you. That, that's a good question, right? That's that's a good question. That, that is the thing that you want, the God, the thing that God wants for you. And the next one is, what are you willing to give up in order to have it? What are you willing to give up in order to have the thing you want? What are you willing to give up in order to, in order to have the thing that you want that's going to push you in the direction and propel you in the place of purpose? What are you willing to give up? What are you willing to sacrifice in order to achieve that? What are you willing to sacrifice in order to receive that? And, and last but not least, this is where your faith comes in. Number five, are you bold enough to declare it before you hold it in your hand? Are you bold enough? Is your faith strong enough? Is your confidence strong enough to declare it before you put it in your hand? Once you can answer these questions with conviction, you're, you're on your way to fulfilling your purpose. Once you answer these questions without hesitation, with, with, with certainty, not only are you on your way to discovering your purpose, but you're on your way to living in purpose. See, see, it's all about action at this point. It's all about action at this point. It's about doing what you say you're going to do. It's about follow through.
And, and for me, I'm just going to share one of my secrets. For me, I didn't really start to experience success in my life. I didn't really start to experience purpose in my life until I did what I said I was going to do. That's very important in us establishing and fulfilling our purpose. And then you have to start thinking about a dream. You, you, you have to start thinking about a dream and you have to ask yourself, what am I willing to do for this dream to be fulfilled? What am I willing to do? Where am I willing to go? What am I willing to sacrifice in order for this dream to be fulfilled? And, and, and in order to do that, you're going to have to let go of some negative thoughts. You're going to have to let go of some negative circumstances. You might even have to let go of some negative people. Because the Bible tells us in Jeremiah 29 and 11, the Bible tells us in Jeremiah 29 and 11, it says, for I know that I have planned for your life, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. So if you already know this, and, and you also know that all things work together for the good of those who love him and, 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 and are called according to his purpose, then knowing these two things, knowing the plan that God has for your life and knowing that God has a purpose for you is key to discovering and fulfilling your purpose. But, but, but I got to let you in on a secret right here. And, and this secret is that this right here, you have to step out of your comfort zone. If, if you want to fulfill purpose, if you want to discover purpose, if you want to live in purpose, you have to be willing to step outside of your comfort zone. Because guess what? Your comfort zone will kill you. Your comfort zone is the enemy of your future. Your comfort zone is a place where you stay. Guess what? Why you stay there? Because it's comfortable. You don't have to do anything out of the ordinary. You don't have to go out of your way. You don't have to do anything special. There aren't any special requirements. All you have to do is do what you do. Do stay where you used to stand, be where you used to be in. But but the reality is, is that I believe that you'll never fulfill your purpose if you're staying in the same place. Uh, it, it was an American psychologist and philosopher best known for his self-actualization theory of psychology, which argued that the primary goal of psychotherapy should be should be the integration of oneself. So, so in other words, you don't need a therapist to know who you are. You need yourself to know who you are. You need to be in tune with yourself. You need to have a, a, a deep understanding of who you are on the inside so that you can do everything that you can possibly do to bring that person on the outside, right? You see, one can choose to go back towards safety or forward toward growth. See, growth must be chosen again and again, and fear must be overcome again and again. That, that's why growth is hard, because you have to do something that you're not normally uh, used to doing. You have to do something that you've never done before. You have to explore into an area, into a territory where you've never been. And, and sometimes, let's keep it real, that's hard. That's hard, but God sent me to tell you tonight that if you're looking to fulfill that purpose, if you're looking to discover that purpose, you have to step outside of your comfort zone because it's like this. In life, you're either growing or dying. You know, one of the things that, uh, you know, I work in the funeral profession, and one of the things that I can tell you is that when you go to the cemetery and you look at a headstone, there's very limited information about that person's life. You, you see a name, you see a date of birth, and you see a date of death. If we're lucky, we might have a quote on our headstone. But 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 what about the in-between? What, what about the time when the person lived? What about the time when the person died? 
So you see, the primary ingredient for a happy life may very well be progress because of how it makes us feel when we're going towards it. Uh, progress gives you joy. Progress really is described as the joy you feel when you're moving towards your potential. That, that, that's what progress is. Progress is the joy. It's that feeling you get deep down on the inside that makes you feel good when you're making it happen, right? Has anybody out there ever made it happen? And, and, and how did you feel when you made it happen? You felt good. You felt like you were on top of the world. See, growth is about progress. But, but, but see, the key word is moving. That's the key word. And, and progress is about movement and movement requires action. If there's no movement when you're sitting still, then virtually you're staying in the same place. I don't know if if any of you have been to L.A. recently or or maybe Houston or some big metropolitan city like San Francisco. And one of the things about the highways is that it can be very crowded and traffic can be at a standstill, particularly in somewhere like L.A. It could take you literally three hours to go 10 miles. And one of the most difficult things for me, I know, to be in that situation is to be sitting still when I'm supposed to be moving. Who, who, who am I talking to? One of the most difficult things in life is to be sitting still in the same place when everything around you is moving, when, when you're supposed to be moving. And, and, and that's why you have to move, that you, you have to have this action. See, action is your faith at work. And, and, and the Bible tells us that faith without works is dead. That means that you can have all the faith in the world. You, you can have all the faith in the world. But if you're not willing to act on it, it literally means nothing. Be, because God wants us to exercise our belief, not in what we see, not in what we hear, but who he is. And, and once you can do that, then you're moving and you're making progress you're making progress. So as long as you're sitting in your comfort zone, you're not moving because you're not growing. And, and, and growing is about becoming more than you are now. Growing is about coming more than you are today. And, and if you want to fulfill your purpose, if you want to discover your purpose, if you want to live in your purpose, you need to move. You, you need to start moving. You need to start doing things that are going to propel you into your purpose. You need to start believing in, and, 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 and acting like you're fulfilling your purpose. You will never fulfill your purpose if you're sitting still. You'll never fulfill your purpose if you don't step out on faith. You'll never fulfill your purpose if you don't dream. You should have a dream deep down on the inside of you that's based on a testament of your faith, based on a testament that you confessed Jesus with your mouth that accepted him in your heart. And when you did that, you became a new creation. And you you know what they say, when we're in Christ, we become a new creation and we become one with God. And we know that God is possible, that everything is possible with God, that there's nothing impossible for him. So if you really want to begin to experience your calling, if you really want to begin to experience your purpose, you have to move. You have to have action. You have to believe. And and when I say believe, I'm talking about not believing for something that anybody can do. 
I'm not talking about believing for the average. I'm not talking about believing for the things that happen every day. I'm talking about if you want to fulfill your purpose, then you need to believe in the impossible. You need to dream the impossible. You need to have an understanding that if I'm with God, there's literally not anything I can't do. There's literally not any dream I can't achieve. There's literally not anything that's going to stop me or become an obstacle that's going to prevent me from fulfilling my purpose. And, and, and let me just break this obstacle word down to you, because when people hear that word, they get frightened. They, they, they take a step back and say, what am I going to do? How am I going to overcome this obstacle? How am I going to overcome this thing that's getting in my way? How am I going to overcome this thing that's preventing me and stopping me from, from reaching my purpose and fulfilling my purpose? How are you going to get rid of this obstacle? Well, 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 let me break it down for you. An obstacle is a combination of two words, the word obstruction and tackle. And, and what that means is that an, an obstacle was meant to be tackled. Uh, an obstacle was meant to be taken out. So, so if you have an obstacle in your way, if you have something that's been stopping you, preventing you, uh, keeping you from your purpose, then guess what? Now you have an understanding of what an obstacle really is. And now you know that it was meant to be demolished, that it was meant to be obliterated, that it was meant to be gone, no longer. Sayonara. See you later. Hallelujah. Yes, uh, Sister Shalanda, uh, Joshua 119. Let me, let me pull that up real quick. I, I got the liberty to be able to do this real quick. I thank you for that, for that scripture. Let me, let me see what this scripture is real quick because I'm not familiar with it. Joshua 1 19. Uh, the Bible tells us, Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Absolutely, be strong and courageous. That, that That's how purpose is fulfilled. It's not fulfilled. Watch this, it's not fulfilled with your own strength. L let me tell you this you might be, uh, you, you might be smart enough, but you're not strong enough. Did you hear me? You you might be smart enough to fulfill your purpose, but you're not strong enough. And, and what, what, what we need to know and understand in this season is that God is calling to us something big. He, he's calling us to something great. He's calling us to something that we've never, ever, 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 ever in our life seen before. But but guess what? You will never get there if you don't believe. You you will never get there if you're not calling on the right person. You can call on uh, uh, Ricky, Bobby, uh, and, and, and Mike, and all a new addition if you want, but you better be calling on the <laughs> That's what you better be calling. Hallelujah. Because they ain't going to do nothing to save you. They ain't going to do nothing to help you. They ain't going to do nothing to strengthen you. The only thing they're going to help is your spirit when, when you hear Mr. Telephone Man and it brings back memories of your childhood. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm being silly, but it's real. You know, what we give our mind to is what we give our time to. Right. So you give your mind to God, then, then you'll find that you're spending more time with him. And as you begin to spend more time with him, you begin to see your circumstance change. As you begin to spend more time with him, you'll begin to see your purpose fulfilled. Because guess what? God wants you to fulfill your purpose. He does. He wants you to fulfill your purpose. But you have to believe. And, and, and you know, Lady Joyce is right. Sometimes it's beyond our understanding. So sometimes you have to realize and, and recognize that it wasn't really meant for you to understand it, that, that, that it's too complex for you to grasp the, the notion of how, how does this happen? And I'm, I'm glad I left this up there because that's a message that, that, that I pray that someone gets tonight. 
that, that you have to step outside of your comfort zone in order to fulfill your purpose, that your comfort zone is a barrier. You're, put it this way. Your comfort zone is an obstacle. Right. We just talked about what we do with obstacles. So now that we know that this comfort zone is an obstacle that is getting in our way, we have to do everything we can to defeat it. We have to do everything we can to walk in our purpose, to fulfill our purpose, to live our purpose. Hallelujah. Um, I hope I don't want to take up too much time tonight, but um, I hope that this message has blessed someone and touched someone um, really where they needed God the most. You know, life is hard. Uh, we go through it every single day, um, you know, trying to figure things out, trying to, you know, walk in purpose. Um, and so, sometimes it's not it's not understandable. That's why you have to go to God. You have to go to Jesus and you have to pray and you have to let your, the petitions of your heart be known. And yes, God does know your heart, but God wants to hear it directly from you. He wants to hear it directly from you of what your purpose is. He wants to hear it directly from you what your expectations are that he do for you. Because guess what? When you believe and you trust God and you have faith and you pray, you can pray a prayer uh, of purpose. You can pray a prayer of expectation of your purpose being fulfilled in your life. And, and, and you should not or, or, or would not be surprised when God does the very thing that you asked him to do. And that's fulfill your purpose. That's open up doors that were closed. That, that, that's put you in rooms with decision makers. That, 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 that's, that's put you in contact with people that can help lead you and guide you and fulfill your purpose. That's my prayer really for everyone on this chat tonight, that, that, that God would do something, that you would come into relationship number one, and that you would allow God to lead, and you would let the petitions of your heart be known as it pertains to your purpose, and then that you would begin to pray for that purpose to be fulfilled in your life, that, that you would begin to pray intently, succinctly with that purpose to be fulfilled in your life. And when you pray for that purpose, you better strap on your seatbelt because you're getting ready to go on a roller coaster. When you pray for God to fulfill that purpose in your life, you better get ready because he's getting ready to take you on a trip. He's getting ready to take you on a journey. There might be some, some valleys. There might be some mountaintops, but you better get ready because watch this. God is not a man that he should lie. He is not a man that he should lie. Hallelujah. So guess what? If he said it, he will do it. But 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 the, 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 the key, the necessity in that is believing. Do, do you believe? that he'll do it. When you ask him, do you believe that he'll do it? When you ask him to fulfill your purpose, do you believe that he'll do it? When you ask him to show you your purpose, do you believe that he'll do it? And, and when you ask him, you should continue to pray intently, God, help me to find my purpose. God, help me to walk in purpose. Help me to live my purpose. Because guess what? You know the reason why God wants you in purpose? So that you can encourage and uplift the people that you're around, so that you can lead and guide the people that you're connected to, to their purpose. Because guess what? Everybody doesn't have the same relationship that you have with God. Therefore, that means that they're not entitled to some of the things that you're entitled to, because guess what? They don't know. They don't have the understanding of what to ask for. Right. That's why God made us disciples. Right. So that we can go out and reach generations and help people and lead them and guide them to help them fulfill their purpose. Hallelujah. Uh, Bishop Angel, you are absolutely right, sir. God is faithful and, and he is good. And, 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 and purpose fulfillment is one of his specialties. It really is. The fulfillment of purpose is what God does. As a matter of fact, I believe this. 
I believe that he does it better than anyone else. He does it better than I can do it. He does it better than you can do it. He does it better than your pastor, your bishop, whoever, your apostle, whoever you report to, whoever your covering is, whoever you're standing under, can't nobody do it like Jesus. Can't nobody do it like Jesus, nor can they do you like Jesus. Because watch this. If you're expecting your purpose to be fulfilled through man, you're sadly mistaken. Because guess what? You know what man is thinking about? They're thinking about their own purpose. They're not thinking about your purpose. They, they want their own purpose to be fulfilled. I don't care how much they say they love you. I don't care how much they say they're on your team. If they have a purpose, a purpose to be fulfilled in there in the process of fulfilling their purpose, they're not concerned about your purpose. So guess what? That means that you need to take the necessary steps, actions to, to, to make that purpose happen. You need to get down in the trenches. You need to go back and ask yourself those five questions. What do you want? How bad do you want it? What are you willing to give up in order to have it? Is the thing that God wants, the thing that, God, that, that is the thing that you want, the thing that God wants for you? Now, those are the questions that you need to be asking yourself because other than that, you're just talking. You're talking loud and ain't saying nothing. Fulfill, fulfillment of purpose is, 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 is done with intention. Fulfillment of purpose doesn't happen by mistake. It's not happenstance that you walked into your purpose. You, you know, you, 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 you walked into your purpose because God put you in a place. He put you in the room, right? You, he put you in the room. You didn't do, you didn't, you didn't do all, the only thing you did was be obedient to his word. And when you're obedient to his word, he will fulfill your purpose. Hallelujah. He will fulfill your purpose. This is my time, guys. I, I pray that this word blessed y'all on tonight. Um, you know, and, and I'm just going to be straight up honest with y'all. This is all the way out of my comfort zone. I'm, it might look like it's easy. It might look like I'm comfortable. I'm really not. I, I, I'm really not. I'm, I'm growing. And I've been doing public speaking since high school. If I have anyone on here with me in high school, they'll tell you. I've been speaking in front of hundreds of people since I was 16 years old. But over the course of time, over the course of time, I, you know, I've been sick. I've been in the hospital. I, you know, I've been healed, right? But during the process, I developed anxiety. I developed a depression. I've been diagnosed with PTSD, you know, as a result of a military injury. And all of these things have played a role on my comfort zone. <laughs> that, that I like to get in this place where I'm comfortable, where I don't have to deal with people, where I don't have to talk to people because it feels good to be there. Because I don't have to be worried or be concerned about anyone. But but guess what? This is hard for me. And guess what? The reason why I'm doing it is so I can fulfill my purpose. Because I realize that this is my calling. I realize that this is my purpose. And in order for me to fulfill it, that means I have to be willing to do some things that I normally, under normal circumstances, wouldn't do. So I hope that that message carries and resonates with someone tonight that God does have a purpose for you. He does have a plan for you. And that if you want to want it to be fulfilled, then you have to begin to do some things differently. You have to begin to develop some different mindsets, some different expectations as it pertains to what you're supposed to be doing with your life. 
that you know that that thing about creating that underlying principle that underlying principle should serve as the foundation of the development and strength of your purpose that underlying principle is is what you base your life on and that underlying principle is the reason why your purpose gets fulfilled and then once your purpose is fulfilled then everything in your life must come in to agreement with your purpose. That, that's really what we're praying for tonight, that, that, that everything in your life will come into agreement with your purpose, that you will create that underlying principle that establishes the foundation of who you're supposed to be, that you will create that underlying principle that established the foundation of what God and who and what God called you to be. That's what this message is about tonight. It's not about me and me fulfilling my purpose. This is about you and, and the fulfillment of your purpose and what you need to do to fulfill your purpose. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't even know how I just did that. <laughs> but, but, but you know, my cousin is right. And, and thank you for being on, uh, Lynn. She said, not all battles should we take up. Even if the battle is within ourselves, we have to give it all to Jesus. I, I think that's some of the absolute best news that I've heard on tonight, that, that, that sometimes, and, and look, there was even a song made about it. <laughs> the battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. I'm not going to sing it because all y'all will be logging off in five seconds, but I'm not going to sing it, but, but that's true. The battle is not yours. It is the Lord's. Hallelujah. I pray that this word blessed you on tonight. I really do. I really do. Uh, I'm working really hard at trying to make sure, number one, that the information that I'm communicating is of sound doctrine and, and spiritually correct. Uh, but, but some of it has to be of what we deal with in everyday life, because that's where we need our help at. But we just have to make sure that we tie it back into the Bible so that it's all in accordance with, with his word and his will for our lives. Hallelujah. Again, I pray uh, that this word bless you on tonight. There's always going to be an opportunity to give. If you want to give, don't feel obligated by any means. Uh, I, I enjoy doing this, whether someone gives a single dollar or a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars or five pennies. It doesn't matter. It's not going to stop me from fulfilling my purpose. It's not going to stop me from doing what I'm called to do, from being who God called me to be. So text the word give to 833-790-7038, or you can always use Old Faithful Cash App. It's the easiest dollar sign, iconic church. But do me a favor, before we get out of here, if there's anyone that's looking to fulfill their purpose in their life, if there's anyone that is trying to develop an expectation and walk away from this meeting with, with a greater sense of purpose, with, with a greater understanding of what their purpose and a greater sense of what they need to do to fulfill their purpose, I want you to put it in the chat. I want you to put it in the chat right now. I'm, I'm trying to fulfill my purpose. I want to fulfill my purpose. Do me a favor, put it in the chat, and we're going to pray. We're going to pray before we get out of here. We're going to pray. We're praying for purpose as we leave, as we begin to prepare ourselves to exit. We're praying for purpose. We're praying for purpose. And if you don't want your name to be spoken, just put it in the chat. I won't say your name, but I do want to pray for you. I do want to pray that purpose be that purpose is fulfilled in your life. Um, so I haven't seen any messages. So we're just going to pray, and then we're going to close. Um, so, so just join me. You know, the Bible says wherever two or three are gathered, um, that he will be in the midst. God, we acknowledge your presence even now that you're here, God, that you showed up. As a matter of fact, I don't believe that you just showed up 
God, I believe that you showed out. Like, like I really believe that as a result of, of this message, God, that someone is on the way to their purpose, that someone's going to fulfill their purpose, that someone's going to discover their purpose. And not only are they going to discover their purpose, they're going to live in their purpose. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, we come to you tonight, God, giving you glory, God, giving you honor. God, for, for, for just a simple word that's been spoken on tonight, God, this what we call Rima word, God, a, a word that's relevant to our right now, God, a word that's relevant to our very situation at this very moment, God, that someone out there, God, needed to know and understand what the steps were to fulfilling their purpose. God, someone out there on, on, on this chat, in this stream, God, in this uh, live stream, God needs to know what they need to do in order to develop their purpose. Now, God, it would be my prayer. It would be my request, God, and supplication to you, God, that as a result of what they've heard, God, that they will begin to make some changes in their life, God, that as a result of what they heard, God, that they will begin to move differently, God, as a result of what they've heard, they will begin to do things differently, God, that will align them specifically with what you called them to do, God, that would align them specifically what you called them to be, God. We speak even now, God, life and not death over situations, God. We speak speak even now, God, that you will put us in places, God, that will propel us into our purpose, God, that you will put us into places even now, God, that will take people's dreams, God, and bring them into fruition, God, that, that there's literally no dream that a person can think, God, there's no dream that a person can speak, God, there's no dream that any one of us can vocalize, God, that you will not fulfill in Jesus' name. God, we speak right now, God, with conviction. God, we speak right now, God, with the understanding, God, that you will do exactly what you said you'll do, God, that when we come to you, God, and we drop to our knees, God, and we lift our hands and give you glory, God, that we can have an expectation that purpose is being fulfilled even now, God, that someone might even be on their knees right now at this very moment, God, and purpose is already being fulfilled, God, that when they wake up in the morning and go to the store, they're going to tell somebody, oh, by the way, I like to do this, and the person is going to say, wow, you met the right person. Guess what I do? That's how God moves, God. That, those are the type of miracles, signs, and wonders that we come into alignment with when we come into alignment with you, when we come into alignment with our purpose. God, so we thank you tonight, God, that purpose is being fulfilled even now. God, we thank you tonight, God, that people are thinking differently about purpose. God, we thank you tonight, God, that they rest on Jeremiah 29 and 11, God, knowing that you have declared that you have a plan and a purpose for our life. It's to grow us and prosper us and not to harm us, God. You said in Romans 8, 28, that all things work together for the good of those who love him and called according to your purpose, God. We're making a declaration right now, God, that we love you. God, not only do we love you, God, but we're expecting, God, for our purpose to be fulfilled even now. Why? Because you said that there were two prerequisites to our purpose being fulfilled in our life. One, that we had to love you. And two, we had to realize that we were called. God, so we thank you, God, for the realization tonight. God, we thank you for the realization tonight, God, that it's you who propels us into purpose, not our mama and our daddy. God, it's you that propels us into purpose, not our boss, not the college professor, not our, our, our commander. God, it's you who propels us in to purpose. I pray this word blessed you on tonight.
I do. I know I had a good time. As you can tell, I'm pretty passionate about this topic because I love purpose. I love seeing purpose be fulfilled in the life of people. I love being able to be in a place and a position to help someone discover their purpose. I love what God has called me to do in my purpose, which is help other people fulfill theirs. Hallelujah. I give him glory right now. I give him glory even now that he is using me in ways that he's never used me before, that he's having me do things that are totally out of my comfort zone that I haven't done before. Why? Because he's getting ready to do something in my life that he's never done before. And guess what? If he did it for me, he can do it for you. In Jesus' name, I pray. I know that was a crazy prayer, but amen. 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 If you if you agree, just, just drop amen in the chat. Just drop amen in the chat. Look, if you want, look, I, I, I'm not leaving here. There's 12 people on this chat right now. Right. And, and we need to come into agreement. We need to come into agreement right now that if you're in agreement with anything that's been spoken over you tonight, if you're in agreement and you have an understanding and an inclination for your purpose to be fulfilled, you need to drop amen in the chat. You need to drop amen in the chat. I, I, I'm serious. You need to drop amen in the chat and then get back with me two weeks from now. Get back with me a month from now. Get back with me six months from now, and I'll invite you on the stream, and you can tell the other people how your purpose was fulfilled. Let me let me see if anybody's let me see if anybody's with me. Amen. Amen. I received that. I received that, 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 that purpose is being fulfilled already, that the purpose is being fulfilled even now, that God is getting ready to do something on your behalf that you didn't even think that would happen, that God is getting ready to do. He's getting ready to take you to a place that you didn't even think you were qualified to go. He's getting ready to put you in a job, in a position that you don't even have a degree for. Right. When you when you believe in God and you trust the process, you can't be surprised by what happens. And, and just because you stepped into agreement on tonight, just because you stepped into agreement that the word has been spoken over your life, you better get ready for purpose to be fulfilled on your behalf. Hallelujah. I believe it. I believe it. I'm sweating. I'm going crazy over here on your behalf because I'm seeing purpose be fulfilled in my life. And I'm also ready to see it be fulfilled in yours. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to the Be Iconic podcast. If today's message blessed you and you would like to learn more about what God has for your life, you can reach us at our website, www.iconicchurch.com. And remember, Whomever God favors, the kingdom features, and the enemy fights. Be iconic. Mm -hmm.